Welcome to the Unspoken Podcast, the gripping podcast that uncovers the tales of tech entrepreneurship. In each episode, we unveil the captivating narratives of founders and techies as they share their remarkable journeys, filled with both soaring successes and challenging setbacks. Join us as we explore the unfiltered and unspoken aspects of the tech world, where innovation and ambition collide. Let's dive in. Entrepreneur. Uh, professionally, I do. Um, I come from a tech background in data and uh, product management. Uh, I've been into that for about four years. Um, I I recently graduated from the University of Lagos. You know, after <laughs> they told us after strikes, <laughs> after they gave us good to <laughs> plus our additional. Because uh, uh, the stipulated time was supposed to spend, so I just uh, I finished in June. And, um, wow, that was this year. Yes, this year. Um, I've been a tech enthusiast like for as long as I know, and uh, yeah, I guess. When you were growing up, like when you were like a kid, like how like where did you grow up from? Like what place? uh okay so i haven't i don't travel a lot and i've not been to <laughs> a lot of countries or like places but okay. uh i i was born in Kaduna state wow. um, i grew up first seven years of my life before um, my family moved to abuja okay. um, i stayed there you know um for the next say seven or nine years i guess and i came to um lagos to school that's university, that's university. yeah um and now i'm here because <laughs> <laughs> so that means you, you grew up in abuja no sorry you grew up in kaduna you were born in kaduna yeah like spent like seven years there yeah. you guys now and moved then I to yeah. abuja, abuja. Yeah. then from I, you guys stay in abuja yes my family is there but now <laughs> you came to lagos to stay <laughs> You came to Lagos to study, and <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going back. Here. No, no, no. I mean, I'll go back just for visits, bro. I'm basically. You know that I'm now as I'm starting my life, bro. Lagos is the go-to place. Of course. Where were you secondary school? Like, how was your secondary school? Like, were you like in science class? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, like, even my course. If I mention my course of study, <laughs> you know, probably like um, I had an idea of like what class I was. Um, so I studied uh, systems engineering at the University of Lagos. So it means I was in science line. Um, I actually didn't go to senior secondary school, right? Wow. I I just did I did junior secondary school and I was home to third for um, my work. <laughs> I you know, no, like when I hear uh, oh, which story, like I'm still trying to wrap. I. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Actually, no, first time my home story was from school when I watched those American movies. Right? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Yeah, I, 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 when I started growing up, I started okay, um, the Queen of England. They were home. They were home schools. I was like, ah. I, I, I used to like try to wrap my. I never knew that somebody in Nigeria, <laughs> somebody, somebody in Nigeria would like 
be home to do like that. But I've never like thought about it. I've never thought about it from that like perspective. Okay. So mine mine is a funny story. Like it's not the kind of like push home to thought like okay. stuff that you hear like okay. in movies and stuff. So um when I was uh, growing up after junior secondary school, okay. uh, my dad lost his job. So wow. we kind of had like financial crisis and my dad um my dad is um late by the way he mm. passed uh, sometime um in june um so like my dad had like a lot of ego because we've been attending we had been attending private schools and stuff so he didn't want he didn't want us to go to government schools because he believed like they were not as good and he was just trying to be time to get himself back up and then go to school so i basically stayed three years at home and then i was like can't do this again now like time is running out and i know so um i went and registered for like a white preparation like class, class. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean i've not done senior secondary school <laughs> so like i spent about six months there um basically just trying to wrap my head around what like what's happening and then uh, after that i think i started like finding my way and then it's not like you're teaching us from scratch it's just people who have gone to secondary school and then they're preparing to get into university so it's not like you're teaching us like fundamentals like i was basically lost uh, growing up um i've been i i wouldn't say i mean i don't think um <laughs> I, I i believe like i'm fairly smart right so like growing up i've been in classes where I'm usually the best in class, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm at this place where, like, I'm one of the holodos <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't know anything. Um, I had no idea, like, yeah, exactly. what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. But I tried finding my way and all. And then when when I understood, like, because one thing with learning is um, why people like structured learning is like give them a pathway, like they know where they're supposed to start and where they're supposed to end. So once i understood what the curriculum was and what was expected i should learn um i my mom got me books and i started reading um and then with the help of one of my um, favorite teachers of all time um uh, mr inda he uh he tutored me for i think like three months inda mr inda yeah he tutored me for like uh, about three months and then um i wrote gc i i i did well <laughs> Um, and I think the only thing I didn't have was biology or so. So I thought I was not I was not going to be able to use it because I needed um, I think nine uh, credits. But for the rest, I got like B trees and like a few A's. And then I wrote to IX and you know I went to university. <laughs> you know, like I'm not joking. It's what you told me that I would ever like. There's a maybe from the perspective that I, from the perspective like that I come from. Like, oh, and my future like, idea about Nigeria. I used to think that, you know, I thought that homeschooling was a Western idea. Like, that would be broad source. I go to school, do you understand? And, like, that means, you know, someone, like, that means they do, like, senior secondary school. So, when people are talking about art class, science class, <laughs> you know, all those things are oblivious, like, to you that you don't even, you don't want, you don't even know what it feels like. So, like, you mean those, um, three years, yeah. right? Like, okay, well, did you know that? Okay, we're going to be at home for three years. No, no I didn't. Th- I was just waiting on my dad, like, but until I got fed up and I, I you just, know, took things into my hand and 
So during those like three years, right? Um, I know when first finished just just three now, and yeah, looking at it backward, I know how bad it can be. But as a young, maybe as a teenager, and it told me that oh, a guy, I'm not going to school. Oh, see, there was one guy that my neighbor that he taught something similar like that. But he didn't go to school like for a, a year, a year. But at that, but that time, we were in um, when around I think uh, GS one or something. Okay. So he didn't go to school like for a year because of something, something new now. Yeah, life yeah, happens. And me, I used to be jealous of him. <laughs> I wasn't going to school. <laughs> I used to be jealous of him not going to school. I was like, Jesus, this guy doesn't go to school. This guy doesn't see this now. I'm not going to go to school. Every day. <laughs> okay. No, I used to be jealous of him. Like, Tineda came back to school and stuff like that. So, like, like how, uh, from your child, I don't know from your adult perspective, but like from your child, from my, from, from my yeah. as a teenager's perspective, I was it like, uh i so growing up like i wasn't uh, very social i was introverted um, some people still think i am but I, I think i'm way more um, extroverted than i used to be um so for me school was the place where i could get to learn explore um, and importantly study people because i used to have this um i have this thing where when i meet with someone like uh, in my head like I create like a blank page and then it's like their profile and then the more I inter- interact with them the more yeah the, the more interactions like fills up data about who they are and then I understand how to relate to them I mean everybody does it but it looks more literal to me like a paper like in my head and so I used to have these uh, social experiments where um, as things occur like I use it to form theories on how people behave and all that and I mean all this was from like when I was 12 and so 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 uh like for me it was like it was like the world came my world came crashing because I couldn't imagine not doing school so this that like um um I could um like I said explore learn and and for me, it was because I wanted to be an aeronautic engineer. So one of the reasons I even pushed, because my dad later succumbed to kind of like, maybe he was like, okay, since things aren't working out, maybe uh, you start secondary school. But I was like, I can't wait. Like my, my goal was, um, I knew my mates had already started getting to high institutions. So I was like, okay, I give myself like a year or a year and a half. I'm going to write this thing and be ready to get into school because I can't uh, spend another three years like doing job school. Okay. So um, it, it wasn't for me. It wasn't even as a child. It wasn't like something exciting for me because it was literally. I, I I felt like it was kind of taking a toll on what my goals were. Because yeah. I already started thinking about career from top. That means that. Um... During that three years, that was when, well, instead of three years, you tell preparing for white as well. No. Or, or after that three years. After the three years. So, so during that three years, I was like, that was like a dense thing. Yeah, no, like, normally it was me now. Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Monday to Friday is wake up, wake up, go. Because I everybody now. Monday to Friday now, I know what the schedule is like, come on, wake up, wake up. Uh, so I'd say, um, even even though like we had kind of like financial issues, right, mm-hmm. and we we saying like the best of houses and stuff, but um, we're indoor kids, right? So um, usually our companion is just myself and my siblings and TV. 
So I exactly and I was a lot I was really into um like science, right? So I I used to describe the family and it was like a go-to for me. So not basically TV and like TV, both cartoons, um and my dad tried in a way like we didn't used to ever like go too much without like subscriptions and stuff so so I wanted to ask what was the first time you had an encounter with uh, like a computer? Like what was the first time? Can you remember the, if you can you remember the first time you saw a computer? Mm. Or the first time if you can remember the first time, can you remember the first time you interacted with a computer? Okay, that I would say I had like express freedom to use the computer. Okay, um probably when I was fifteen I think. My friend he had a computer in his house, so yeah. Whenever I visited, I visited that, that, that was that was the first time. What did you wish this? Uh, then <laughs> it was mostly games. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was mostly games. It was mostly games. Yeah. You know, because me, I can remember too. Like most of the things I spent games. <laughs> so, but like, where, like, what was your perspective of computers then? Like, what, do you, what, do you, what do you see computers as? Like? What do you see? What do you see? I, I found it exciting because um, when when I was younger, my um, my mom. Like she used to give us one thing she did was she used to give us access to like her phone because we didn't have phones, and so um, sometimes we uh, download movies on like her. Phone. Although then um, the internet like with those um, um, what's the word um, Z Asha what they call it I can't, I can't remember those yeah. Nokia phones. They had limited space storage and stuff. So like mostly it was games we download and. And then I started learning how to like hide files and <laughs> and all that. So um, I, I found I found computers basically exciting. And when I had access, I mean, to this full computer, like it was it was fun for me. So when did you own your own first computer? Uh, I think when I was in year two. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a long time. Although when I got into school in year one, my roommates had computers as well. So we were using yeah, yeah. So I was using theirs, yeah, and so I started yeah. learning um, how to program in year one. In fact, like, and maybe we we'll get into that story some other time, bro. Um, yeah. Actually, what went? That was what went to. I went. I said, what was the first time you? I don't. I don't want to use the word code, but like, because I did product also, so I don't know. Maybe code or like, what was the first time you like did something like on the computer? Apart from gaming, of course. <laughs> I want like word or something. Yeah. Like, what, like for example, like, okay. If I was going to ask a UIX design or something like that, when was the first time you like a mm-hmm. like a, a GD like UIX design yeah. or something like that? But like, okay, what was it? Was it? We started learning. We started learning coding first, right? Yes. So what was the first time like you? I don't, I don't know. Is it coding or coding? <laughs> coding. Okay, so um. I can be coding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. When 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 you are you are in the, I, I, I want to explain something to you. When you are outside of the country. You are like American. You are coding, coding. You you'll be coding and then and then you'll be coming. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, it was still in year one. So high was is when when I picked up interest because I didn't have a laptop, right? So um, I I got books from my friends that uh, Femi in particular. Uh, was it Femi? I'm not sure it was Femi like in year one. But one of my friends, anyways. Um, and he gave me access to books, so I read like what I was doing was 
I was reading them because I knew I didn't have an access to a laptop. So why did I shock it to my roommate that when he was sleeping, he gives me his laptop at night. So I usually like use it like 3 a.m., 2 a.m., sometimes 4 a.m. Depending on how long I can stay and maybe like all my schedules, like for classes where next week. Uh, so uh, that one's very consistent, but I mean, in the using of his laptop, but what was consistent was my reading, right? And it was not like I just read it and got the hang of coding, but what it did was it exposed me a lot to concepts in programming that when I actually started coding, right? You know, there's a difference between coding on like a whiteboard and coding like on an ID. So um, it was like I got the concept, but when I did write code, I, I saw a lot of bugs, right? So I, I wasn't writing great code or whatnot, but that whole process for a year just reading books like and dedicatedly and then um, trying my best to have access as much as possible like it helped me a lot but so i'll say i started coding when i was in year one in what what drew you to programming or coding in the first place okay um so well I, I think for one most of my friends um sort of knew how to code and then Two. <laughs> it was kind of like influence. yeah and um besides that I, I felt um because as an engineer right when i was little i i used to i made toy helicopters and like that they didn't necessarily like fly but at least they pop i made it uh, was you know stuff this stereoscope or something like that um this stuff that microscope no 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 so what, what it does is I, I can't remember the exact name of it but what it does is um you can um switch lights like from like different planes so if i have lights traveling in a particular direction i can channel it to like a parallel line that is on another plane so laser like, or... no no so what it does is once light passes through that place like it just reflects 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 and then takes it to like wow. the end to see something or something I made that although that's it's not like an invention it's just from like a test book I saw and then I I made it and I was trying to make um I mean, <laughs> I, I I did something that I later realized that that the concept was an inverter but then I was just trying to get power in my house and um it didn't necessarily work out but I mean I think with more research like I was going somewhere and I also tried to make like a solar panel I didn't know it was that was at what age? Um, that was while I was at home. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's so, and so I, I've always had the because engineering is about uh, design, construction, optimization. You know, so when I saw that, oh, okay, since now, um, fiscal engineering, like I needed access to a lot of resources that I didn't have. I could um, do things with like code the whole concept of engineering with code so i was like why not so that's why i started trying stuff what was the first programming language you used um i started with javascript so that was what i was learning but um in, in while when i was in year two um we were taught c sharp so i was also learning c sharp then because um, for school while i was doing javascript because i wanted to do front end i did start front end anyways and um, yeah, so it was JavaScript. JavaScript was you know, you know that there's this, um, I 
don't know what to call it. I don't know the English to use. Where you know when you're watching about programming movies now, and we'll be I just be showing come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that was like look at that ideology, and you now looking at how coding is from the other side. You press, you just move it up, maybe like five lines. You run the code, I'm like, you still know the one. And it's very nice to be trying to look for one for for the exclamation mark or whatever that you didn't put there. So, um, I mean, it's a very false impression of all programming languages. There are people who code and they don't even use um, command line. I don't know if you're maybe you're like, not using or something. But like, someone is doing maybe like uh, maybe like front end. Most, yeah, most of the yeah, time, would not yeah, need. Yeah. I mean, except except like for installation, like yeah, or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, or running npm packages. The, the crazy thing is, when they're doing those movies, eh, is those part they just crop. I just that's exactly. it. I, I, it's not that person is even doing anything. <laughs> the command is just running. Yes, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. black and white, <laughs> and there's a lot of gibberish you're not seeing there. You believe that man, this guy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was like having that kind of perspective and having like this new perspective of coding. Uh, so the first thing is the real perspective, by the way. Um. I, I think there there are actually uh, people who I mean do code that way. It, although the wow. whole stuff of just um, like writing like letters, that, that, that's, that's very very false. <laughs> because for most programmers, I mean, especially like when you're doing uh, software like uh, and deployment and stuff, like people do copy and paste. You go to Google, you find you find like a command and then you paste this and. So, I mean, it's, the only time I get to press my computer as fast as that is when I'm typing a Word document. Exactly. <laughs> you just, just, you just stack overflow all this, all this forum and you just see somebody's code there, just copy, paste. If I ever make it easy, they don't copy this and just exactly. click on it, just paste it there. It doesn't work. You go and do what did you say? You, you go to the comment sections, you read that. Like, okay, what are people saying about yeah, these course, things? of course, of course. So, uh, nah, programming is in uh, like what the movie is in. <laughs> so what, what was the first thing you did? Uh, so uh, I started I started with front end. So it was um, uh, okay. I'll, I'll say a project, a project that I worked on with a friend. So there was this entrepreneur then that I knew Shagun. So he needed like an e-commerce site, and um, I um, I was part of the because I had a team of friends. So he met us and. Uh, we built his um, front and I mean his application. I, I did uh, most uh, a couple of things on front end. Um, although he never got deployed because he was supposed to pay us and. I mean financial constraints. I think uh, it was kind of like stuff with agreements, like what the uh, renovation was, like how we were going to get value back mm-hmm. from the project. But I guess it didn't really work out, so we just had it and we kept it because. But after that, I got into a couple of kids uh, building um, front end uh, pages and um, and also uh, um, like applications like mobile apps with them. Um, so, yeah. so, um, what programming language do you use right now? I'll say uh, prominently should be Python, but I I have an understanding of like syntax of other languages. Uh, I've used Rust a bit, um, not like a lot, but a bit uh, C sharp. Yeah. I can I can take uh, projects like 
that require C sharp and then JavaScript. So you just need to just brush up the like the knowledge about it. Just watch like a YouTube video just to brush up. Yeah, yeah. So if I have a, if I have a project, just to understand what the concept of the project is, and then uh, maybe brush up a bit on like I don't even need to brush up any syntax. I guess I'll just start writing because most the concept of programming is like um, fundamental. Except maybe when you're doing OOP or functional um, um, programming. So what was your first project like? Uh, the first project I spoke about is the one that. Okay, that was the first. Okay, what about the first thing you did? Like, what did they pay you for? Uh, it was the first, the first, the first time you made money. Can you remember the first time you made money off tech? Off tech. Uh, it was gig. So my friends used to. Uh, used to I, I don't know how they used to get their connections then, but I, I think one of them like had a, an uncle that was in tech. So he had, uh, he had like adults and another that had like projects that they had funding for. So. They just contracted to him and then he calls me and he's like uh guy yeah, i have this gig and then i'm like okay so um he allocates a certain number of pages like to me and then i carry it out i give him he gives me like my cost of the yeah, yeah. and that's like, all right so your first job you got was like um like your friend now yes 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 so um, can you remember the first money you made like the first amount or something uh okay then the first amount was i think 50 i made 30 i made 40 i made 70 i made 120 you know the you know i i don't know sure maybe maybe i'll look it up but in you know pain it, it, it was all great, but I mean, it was fair because I was in school and it was enough to help me run things because so, I wasn't getting a lot of support from home. Yeah, then. So, do you, do you know that when you were in school, right? Um, what was like the biggest project you worked on? Like, it might not be like a, not be like a million, like this thing, but like, what was the biggest project like, you worked on that time you were in school? Okay, when I was in school. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it has to be a startup I co-founded um, for that. Um, okay, apart, apart from that one. Apart from that. Maybe like okay, let me let's say gigwise. Let's say gigwise. Like, what was the biggest project to work on, like gigwise? Okay, so for a couple of those projects, I think they were actually um, I can't remember some of the names, but there were some of them that were like that actual products that went like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of them like they contracted to us and then maybe they pivot and so like the functionality changes a bit and stuff so um they were i guess the reason why we're earning that kind of money even though like most of and stuff was because the projects were actually projects that had like uh, so yeah 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 exactly so um what was the biggest money you made i'm not, I'm not sure about your startup but what was yeah. the biggest money you made as a gig, I'm talking about school days. As a gig, okay, as a gig. So it's not like I've made a lot. I, I guess as a gig, mm-hmm. okay, I've made more from actual jobs than I've made from gigs. But as a gig, I, I'll say like payments, like three hundred. Wow. I started school. Yes, yes. What was the project like? Uh, it was it was a and like a project for an NGO and. Yeah, yeah, um, so they needed like a website, so go for it. 100k, like three months. Wow, awesome. mm-hmm. so, um, 
like during the time you were in school like did you like get like I was like most of the stuff you're talking about as in grades like did you get like employed in school I, I don't know I don't know but did you get employed was there any time like you had an like, employment opportunity when you worked for a company like at least staff or... yes 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 so I worked for a fintech at uh, at Lexington and we're still in school then yes I was still in school how, how were you juggling like school then uh juggling uh okay so like, uh, school remote so it, it was school. yeah yeah it was i think it was remote for the first six months then there was strike so uh, my boss was That's like okay so now you can come to office <laughs> and then i spent the remaining because i spent I, I think i spent uh, yeah yeah during the long strike yeah nine months no during the eight months strike yeah so uh, the nine months i i was like solely on or diet like uh, focused on my startup so um yeah what i call it how many people was gig most of your work was were they gigs or was it like employment or how would you like if you go to like dubai or like is it 70 30 like during your entire stay in school um uh it has i think it's been like 80 20. most were gigs or consulting so I, I did consulting like as a data analyst um, for a couple of people. So most were gigs or consulting. So yeah. Have you ever been fired before? Uh, have I ever been fired from 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 a job before? No, I haven't. Wow. Cool. And um, like what what has been like uh, in tech? What has been like moments that you be like, come on, I'm giving up? Like, or has like, has it ever happened? Like moment like dude, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, it has to be like my entrepreneurial journey. That's a big then, yeah. But in terms of like actual, yeah, exactly. like, what, yeah, yeah, nah. It didn't happen. Yes. Well. So, but, um, okay, you already mentioned that you got most of the like, gigs from your friends. But, um, apart from like this other one you got, was it like from your friend? Like, how did you get that job? So, in, in case somebody does, you learning how to like, or something, I'm okay. listening and listening, okay. Getting your first job is usually sometimes the hardest. Yeah. Because when you get a job from there, you can get more jobs. Because yeah, is yeah, a notable track record that I can, but I can't can see. Yes. But when you are just like new into the game, actually when you're even doing remote, yeah, you're the only one learning. So, um, um, I, I was like getting that particular job like. Uh, it last, was. Last year, second, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Business was referral. What what happened was like um, um uh the person um happened to um like know me from um an um institution like uh, we both attend like is a non profit. So he like basically noticed me anyways and then just approached me. So I haven't gotten any job. I don't think I've gotten any job like from like without referral. Most of my jobs have been both gigs and contracts have been like through referral. Yeah. Yeah. I think like community is like very important Yes, of course. Your network <laughs> your network is very important. And I mean, as I mean, if I even to go to the entrepreneurial like part, like it's even way more important because that's where you most likely it doesn't necessarily mean, but that's most likely where you meet um, people that will like partner with you, like to do a startup or or you know 
or help like help you raise funds or stuff so yeah i i think it's very important but um actually you don't if you like you need to take you don't just just have a great profile so what i hear from like a lot of um recruiters right is i mean the ones i've interacted with is um people make applications and their profile isn't strong enough for the job it's not sometimes it's not even really about maybe their experience or stuff like it's just doing this um one size fits all um resume like is is not advisable like for each um, um for each job you apply to you ought to tailor your profile like your resume and every everything that you are applying to your cover letter to suit that job right especially in tech right because everyone's the hrs we are to kind of want to hire um the best fit for that role right so who's who's more aligned and all that so um you, you network is very very important but beyond network like the, i think the way people go about applying for jobs like typically and what i find is there are a lot of even for my friends there are a lot of them that are very sound programmers and they don't know how to apply for jobs <laughs> so besides the job that they got through referral or like what's not right if you just go out Run, yeah, to look for it, like job hunt. They do not. So what do you think? What do you think um, is the problem? What do you, What do you think? What do you think that might be doing wrong? Yeah, like I said, I think it's the way people apply for jobs. Um, you make one resume that you used to apply for everything. Um, um, sometimes um, a job requires you to send a cover letter. You don't send a cover letter. So I found out like a, a something that a HR told me like of recent and like she's a Spanish. Uh, is Spaniard or is it Spanish? <laughs> I think <laughs> So uh, she said that typically when uh, she sends in, um, when there's a job application and people send um, um, their tender, like the application, that she's looking for uh, who is doing the most, who's doing the most to apply because it, it means that they're taking the job seriously and then who's also like the best fit. So knowing then when i apply for jobs i don't i never send cover letters because it's usually optional but having those are extra bits like can make you stand out from the many people who are doing lazy applications right um and having extra like adding a GitHub repo, like having projects there all that you know, helps you so uh, what course do you study in your life uh systems engineering so um, how was like hundred level to hundred level? How did you even meet your friends? Uh, how did I like, meet your friends? Like in hundred, how was hundred level like? Hundred level, three hundred level. Uh, so for hundred level and two hundred level, we're weird because my classmates didn't even know how they are classmates. My roommates, my roommates are my 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 second was Joel. Like it's, it's not going around travel. So <laughs> you might <laughs> those guys, my roommates, were even but they have changed. They, they yeah. influenced me for two, two sessions for okay. two years. But I've changed. I've been a lot part of them. You know, we had we, we had this issue where imagine you go into like a class and everybody doesn't even know that you yeah. are. They are, they are even part of their, even their classmates. Mm-hmm. And yet, my school is a private school, so at least we are not much. Yeah. We were like 50, mm-hmm. 30, like my mom was like 30 or so. Okay. So, like, everybody literally knows. So when you just come up, we're like, 
no they start when they started we awful yeah yeah you know then when the I, I can't remember what their parent company was, but they had all right. They had like just like the opera group. They had like a lot of all um, services. Um, they had for loan to where people were taking like loans to get phones and stuff. So I think it was after them that it so became popular. Then media computer. Like I, I remember when I got um, interviewed by Pekaval. So it was because the media computer was. Jumia. So every, when you think about like food delivery, the only person mm. you think about is like Jumia, right? So, um, so I I thought of like solving the need within uh, the um, school environment, and then using uh, using that like as as a market to, uh, as as a market to get product market fit, right? And then scaling out from school. Um, but my plan was that I was going to do that when I graduated. And then I was speaking to, we, we sat in class and the class was um, so boring. Anyway, so I wasn't really paying attention. And I, I don't, I still don't remember what got me in favor talking. And we're just talking and usually I don't share things with people. But I think he asked like a couple of questions and I was like, okay, I think I will share. And you know, we, I spoke to him. Uh, he was like, "Whoa, that he thinks he thinks it will be great." That was stopping. Was what? Why? When am I going to start? And I was like, "Well, after school, so that I can concentrate on school." And he was like, "Why don't you start now?" And I was like, "Like," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Are you? Are, are you serious? Like, we're literally in the class. Like, there's school, there's this, there's that." And he was like, "Yeah, like the best way is to start now." Actually, I was not looking to. I was looking to apply to school market after I graduated, right? Uh, but he was like, "You could start now, and it will just help like speed up everything." And I was like, "Uh, okay." So he was like, "He has um, one of his friends who is family that I, I later met and became close to, and he was like, um, that uh, we'll have a meeting this evening." And I was like, "Okay," and we went there and. <laughs> Started talking about shares, and I didn't even know because they were, <laughs> you know, they were, they were more exposed to the tech, tech yeah, yeah, space. So they knew. I didn't know anything about all those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay. Uh, just like uh, how, how many percent like you give us? And, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was, I was like, okay, we said we split it in three. I was like, are you sure it's the ideal? I was like, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> I was like, no, I'm fine. Like as long as we can build it and deploy it, I'm fine. Like let's split it and I, that's that's how we started. Wow, wow. So um you mentioned that you work for like a food um like food delivery that goes in here or something. So like yeah. what did you do that time? Uh so what he did was he had a um WhatsApp uh, a, a no not a group like just an account. And then people message him that oh, I That's want good. yeah yeah they send him money and say I want to get food from this place. <clears throat> Sometimes they don't even send him money like because I remember times when uh, went to do deliveries and um, the customer will say oh I you got the wrong food so I'm not paying or ah. I just, <laughs> I'm sure that it happened that it was behind the losses and stuff so. Uh, that, 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 that was basically what he was doing. So I saw that it was not sustainable. Like, he just stopped, shut you know, shut down. And, you know, I went ahead to do it. Wow. So, did you join me when we were building yours? Or was it just a... Uh, no, no, no. 
I'm not sure he saw it as something that was like very valuable because when because of what, what happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, after that meeting, right? So, what, what did you guys do next? And what did you like? When did you come up with the name? And what did you, what did you guys do next? Okay, so it was actually in that meeting I brought about the name. Uh, she was like, okay, so because I didn't have I didn't have a name, I just had the concept. And she was like, we need a name for this thing. Uh, and we're throwing up names, throwing up names. And I just said, what that is? And they're like, oh, dude, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then name that's that. we're just basically throwing up names for the startup like mm-hmm. we're saying oh this one this one like just like, we throw up like different names it took us like about i think 15 minutes or so like what the name of that came up and everybody just uh, liked it so to the question of what we did afterwards i think the next um nine months we used it to build and we made our um, mvp that we launched we launched our mvp in um uh 20 January 2020. So, yeah. So during those nine months, what were you guys doing? Like, who was doing the front end? How, how did you guys like get it? You said that you guys didn't even know like how she was like to so How did you know that? Like, how did you guys just split it up? How did you guys keep up the effort? Uh, we basically did it like 100 divided by three. That's And like when they asked me, I was like, my own rationale then. I, I didn't know a lot about like um, equity and like. Um, equity sharing and, and stuff mm-hmm. but what i just thought was um even though it was my oh, startup yeah. i just i think and i think that's that's a good thing for entrepreneurs to have like generally you don't have to speak equally but you just have to give enough equity to give the incentive to incentivize your co-founder right and that's what i thought i just i just wanted them to feel as committed to it as i, I was and so i said okay let's split it into um, three core parts who was doing the front end back end? Okay, I did uh with two so Femi uh was doing um full stack then. So he was doing back end. Uh I was doing um, front end. Um but he was also joining because um he was integrating front end back end so uh we worked a lot and because like he's more senior so uh sometimes when I go into issues like I got um, help from him. Why favors like was it then like, uh, I think people was doing the web app also. Yeah. So you get like, you get a lot of apps and also web app as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So we uh, deployed. We had like an uh, an Android app, um, web app. Yeah. What about iOS? Uh, so we didn't. We later deployed to iOS, but we didn't have. Do we deploy to iOS? I'm not sure. I think we didn't deploy to iOS because, like, what we find out, found out was when we we're trying to deploy to iOS, most of the iOS users were using our web app because a lot of people were even complaining about, uh, do I have to download your app and all that? And when we just say, oh, there's a web app, like they just sign up and they're using it on the web. So, yeah, we didn't we we didn't deploy to iOS, but of course, I think for scalability, you have to deploy to iOS for, I mean, <laughs> but then it was, it was okay because we're trying to cut costs, we, like, we literally raised money to, um, to get, um, our, our Android license, you know, do deployment people servers, so, like, iOS was kind of like, and then, generally, among the travels, like, we're not making, like, a lot of money, so, um, 
iOS was like, oh, we have to raise funds for it. So we're just like, okay, let's let's not uh, procrastinate. Let's just do what we have now. Like begin to get interactions and as we get like um, funds and like profit and whatnot, we use this toy. But it just so happened that like uh, even the iOS users, like most of them were, of course, like I said, we're naive entrepreneurs. So we thought, oh, since there's a web app, like let's just push our web app. <laughs> Honestly, because getting people to download the app can, but but really, but I don't know. Like the reason why I feel like the, web, the app is really important. People, and there's this thing that people say that okay, doing an app for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the reason I feel the app is important is because like there's some native functions, for example, like push notifications. Of course, of there are course. different functions that are that that maybe to make sure the app functions very well the way the customer wants it. Yes. There are a lot of things that you have to like literally get from them. Of course. And there are no even performance wise. Exactly, some performance that would not yeah. just work on the web. Because uh, with uh, like on the web, on the web you could do catch, but not as efficient as basically like you, if you, I mean besides having good catch, with and catch itself can have like problems um, with um, system functions sometimes. Um, on the application, you don't have to load everything, right? Basically, it's just a data, JSON data you you uh, fill in, and then it just loads up. So apps are way more performant than web apps generally. Cool. So you mentioned like raising funds. So what you guys know? Okay, I said what's like. So the only question you guys get is that you guys like the idea first, or you guys just building. Oh, okay. So we uh then I I did the first version what, what i did was wireframing actually i didn't yes. know i was doing wireframing <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's how it is that's, that, 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 that's how it is so I basically i i made a sketch on how i thought uh, the app should look like and um i i pushed it out and then uh femi just uh um patched up like because he made the home page so he just patched up like um a design for it and i was like oh okay so we just after like, he made the homepage, we just followed suit with um, the conventions he was using and started building pages on it. Okay, we're just building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you go, what about those and you see, oh, this is the this is from here, they're just go to the code and yeah, change yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like, that, that can be very. <laughs> but at that moment, you, 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 you don't care because you're just trying to course, build something that was doing. But that was the most important thing. You mentioned like raising of funds, you know, how's that coming? Uh, we did raise some funds, but not like I, I won't mention the amount. But I, I, I feel like um, we, we raised like some funds. We, we did, and it, it was good enough to have done some things. It's just that you know, as new entrepreneurs, we, we had this uh, student ambassadorship, uh, ambassadorship uh, program in school. And we really prioritized it because it really got us like a lot of customers, right? Through the program. So and we saw what um, student ambassadors like were perks they were getting like with with um, um, companies that had um, that had yeah that had uh, what I'll say is like more structure like maybe InterSwitch or um, um, other companies like there are a lot of companies that had like. Um, ambassadorship program so we're trying to kind of emulate that for our own ambassadors so we poured a lot of money into that program or uh, i felt uh, at that time some things we did were not wrong but 
we can't have made like mistakes with those decisions because we should have been more we're trying to raise funds directly for that and then the funds that we raised because we thought it was not what we wanted to raise that we just use it for other like operations but like i said we're new to entrepreneurship and stuff so uh just like a learning process although like <laughs> so um um like um, i feel like um like how did you guys even like who did you where did you get the money from like how did you, how did you like, uh we got the grant from nigerian government wow. um, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> I, was, I was not expecting <laughs> and then uh, the second one was um like bootstrapping friend um money from family and friends because when I, 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 please, when people show family and friends, I'm always called. No, 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 because no, no, I'm like, no, nobody, nobody has given money. <laughs> so, like, give me, like, actual family or friends, or, and like... Was, so, actually, my actual family did not send me anything. Exactly. <laughs> 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 no, 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 I'm going to see, I'm using money for family and friends. I'm like, okay, is the actual, because they're not sending me money. So, I want to use family and friends. Like, so, um, family and friends, for me, was uh, some of my church members. Um, they were, I had guardians, like, in Lagos, because I didn't actually have family members here like to some of them and um, also my co-founders like they raised from like their own family and stuff so yeah so, so um, like I, I, I know you want to talk about the price but like, around what speed you want because actually so, like, usually I'm asking because maybe somebody is listening to this might not be want to do like food delivery business right but the person I want to like start the business so the question is like so when I'm speaking so relative to that person now yeah. let's say I want to understand okay like do I even need money if I'm going to need money right maybe okay let's know that okay now I can raise money via like even I can raise for my family members right like I can raise for my friends and stuff like that like around how much I don't know how to put a question for that but around what exactly something like that uh, okay so it wasn't when I say grant so that I don't think it was like one huge <laughs> money share but um uh, we, we, I think we raised like for a period. This stretch was like around a year. Yeah, so we raised between um, one to three million. Wow. So um, the um, the Nigerian grants. What can you talk about the money from the Nigerian grants? Oh yeah, it was five hundred k. Well, that's 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 cool. That's cool. So like, where the where where the uh, most of the money goes? Uh, operations. Uh, operations like salaries, the ambassador program, because we're doing referral program. Um, and then as I well started, like we're making um, losses, like net losses, right? <laughs> <laughs> but so some months were profitable, other months were not profitable. And I think it also didn't help a lot that we're having in between strikes. So it really uh, uh, affected our, yeah, yeah. Because one thing I realized is when we're getting good class cash flow we could always devise strategies to make up for any losses we made in like previous months and then it was helping us like with the learning process but the point is we had we understood like what to do like um, but when we had like serious disruptions like it affected us because we needed to um we tried two times to pivot out of school like too early when we're not matured enough and we didn't have sufficient resources and we just in just trying to like get out of um, just because yeah yeah the school confinement because like 
98% of our customers were students. But when they've gone home, like, who's going to call that? Because who really know us outside That's of school? Good. Yeah, so at least not a lot. Maybe like 10 customers or something that were ordering well. But that was not a lot to sustain a business. So um, when we tried doing campaigns like to get publicity outside of school, so I would start getting orders. Like, because we're seeing the learning process, like, we made a lot of bad decisions and those bad decisions, like, we pumped money into them. So basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you get so. So, but like, was there like a mentor or someone that like guided or like someone that was like, okay, see you guys, like, okay, I know where you guys will be. And well, actually, some of those mentorship amounts. Yeah. Just say, I'm your mentor, maybe you guys don't talk for like months, or maybe they don't bring anything value. Just mentor, just say, I'm your mentor, but you don't bring anything value. So, did you guys uh, like have like, I don't want to use the word mentor, but somebody that was a bigger person that was uh, like, say, okay, um, this is, that was guiding you guys, you know, was it just, you guys didn't have anybody, you guys were just learning from, from the, you guys were learning, well, we're learning from the fire streets. So, to the question, we actually had, um, I had a mentor, I'm not sure maybe just of guys had, but as a collective, like as a group, we didn't have, right? But um, the mentorship was not like active, right? So, mostly after like, five months that like of making mistake and then he just gives me theories but he was a very very busy person so i'll say it was like a mouth mentorship because he understands the application of those theories but for me like it was just he wasn't connected exactly and i tried to implement something and like it doesn't work exactly yeah 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 exactly so um i, I think would have it would have helped us like it helps a lot to have uh, mentors because um and a lot of mistakes like that we made could have been like avoided if we if we did have mentors but so, like, we didn't like so now from my perspective like we i don't want to start this part like on a question but i don't want to forget about you know, like, there's somebody starting a startup now like so the person uh, the person needs to have a mentor i think so especially if you're just starting for the first time, the first time. yeah because Love. There's a lot of like ups and downs from policy to um, because I mean as as much as you say like a startup and like in Nigerian policy can affect you like significantly. Like, I remember when um, during that time like when um, the Gokada had to like pivot and, and all that um, there was this registration policy like for bikes and stuff so it, it was really yeah affected startups who didn't have like licenses to run about run around because of course those licenses are good for um startups that didn't have like subscription funding like had to start looking for how how are they going to um, get licenses yeah like to do deliveries like in places if not you get uh, your uh, bikes gears uh, yeah yeah exactly because um because the thing the thing i think i was looking at like you know like because you mentioned like that policy now, like imagine government just imagine you could innovate on the product. Like imagine the idea you have is like on the product now, but you cannot innovate on the product. Innovate on the team. Mm-hmm. Innovate on the guy. There's a lot of you've innovated on the product. Cool. Maybe just copy from somebody's playbook on how mm-hmm. to innovate on it. Because mm-hmm. yes, the team is still involved. Yeah. yeah. Like managing and yeah, managing exactly is still involved. Like uh, even the users are still involved. Of course. Imagine again, you're still trying to make that same app you understand that, there's so many things that are trying to like work on so you cannot just innovate on all those aspects like directly 
So um, when you guys were in the school, like I was, I mean, um, um, how was like the first? When you guys know, could you guys raise the money for the launch after the launch? Uh, we raised money after the launch. Okay, was that after many months after? How many months after you guys launched? Yeah, I think six or seven months after the launch. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So how, how, how did you get to know about the funds and stuff like that? Uh, for the grant, it was one of my co-founders um, who like found out about it, and we just said, oh, why not apply? Like. Was the yeah. we never thought yes because we're even making yes. <laughs> it was, no, no, it was no, very surprising. I'm, I, like, never on next minute. I'm not joking. Never on next minute. You can actually surprise me. <laughs> I thought it was you said about it. So you couldn't enjoy it. You don't say anything bad about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't say anything bad. About them. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but that thing is actually cool because it's it can go a long way in yeah. helping yeah. like entrepreneurs. Yeah. Because See, like I was saying something um, to, I was saying something that, um, that African entrepreneurs are over mentored and underfunded. Of course. That means all they do is come and tell you how to build a startup. There's a lot of programs on how to build your startup, how to manage your team. All those things are really important. Yeah, of course. But things that there's some things that I just need money for. Exactly. It's not. This is not talk. I just need money for this thing. And again, as a couple, I just need. Okay, for example, I want to deliver this. Uh, you it, need living with bikes. You need exactly. this exactly. need now. And you, need, you have to be able to provide like employment security for um, workers. Yeah. Okay, I, you have to guarantee that I can pay your salary yeah. next month, yeah. the next two yeah. months at least. I'm going to pay your salary for the next two months. Not as if I'm having like a bad month today. Mm-hmm. And because I can't pay your salary, yeah. I'm, because I'm just a single bad month. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like capital, but I'm really happy that. Is the program initiative still active? No, it was. Uh, I can't remember the name of the initiative. Uh, I have to get back to you. No, okay, okay, no, 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 um, being overmentored and underfunded, so I, um, I don't know that's why I see that uh, coin is, but there's this value of debt like period that the college they because basically give funding, right? So that in those times you basically spend and learn through your mistakes, so that when you raise again, you can make better decisions. Watching this right now, I walked right by this. Oh, yeah, what do we have here? Well, this is sort of uh, the experience of every startup, right? You know, you're launch and then things sort of fall out and then you have a crash trough and then, of sorrow yep everything's horrible yep <laughs> obviously you always hear about this story but yeah. we're here to sort of try to lift people up right at that moment right at the crash of ineptitude yeah that's right ups and downs are always a part of it nigerian investors we never give you money to learn <laughs> 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 you never give you money to learn they, like and that was one of the because we had like a couple of uh, talks with people to raise like much more higher amounts, right? Yeah. But everybody's always skeptical. Like they don't want to give you money and exactly they, they just they they want you to they want to give you money and then you start making profit tomorrow, right? Exactly. And it doesn't it doesn't really work that way, right? So um, I mean that that's the reason why. I think, especially in Nigeria, like most uh, startup founders are always looking for foreign investors because they, I think, they understand the whole 
concept of exactly. except for Nigerian investors are very exposed like maybe and then the angels as well right but I mean yeah so because um, there's this like we used to say now my friends ROI ROI means return on investment but in Nigeria ROI means return of investment <laughs> I don't want the interest how do I make that one million how much how do I get my one million back first <laughs> Yeah, he was telling me about mm-hmm. it. And my, my, my co founder, he's still telling me that most of all these Twitter guys, Twitter investors, per se, or I, I think even at the world, you should call them Sabinus investors. Like, all they do is come to Twitter and tell you how to raise money mm-hmm. and you're raising funds. But in the end, all of, all, all of them is just talk. There's yeah. no action to yeah. it. And, and um, somebody shared an article with me. And, I really, I really love the article. It's very important. It was like, I was like, oh, Nigeria wants to have a mental and a family. And I was like, telling them that, oh, like, he said, just me just read the article that you read in that article. And I read it. And I understood that, yeah, that, that there are reasons why. Even, even if in an investor that's abroad, you still willing to give you money. When Nigeria, I don't want to be an African investor, all you do is this. Pick up fault, pick up fault, pick up fault, and see they're not investing. Yeah. And if they call cold investment a gamble, right? I don't know what they call it. It's, it's an high risk investment. Yeah, yeah. They wait for you to just raise money. Exactly. And it, man, you say you're a first check VC. Mm-hmm. You're a first check VC. And you're telling me that should be having me like $10 million in MRR. Like money you're calling revenue. If I have ten million money revenue. I'm not raising that much. Exactly. We're conversing with you for. Exactly. Let me talking to you. Like, I, I know the big guys to go raise money from. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it could have said the first check, the first check, you are expecting this, this, this. Yeah, I'm like, I, okay, I was like, okay, no way, I can do that. But what you're talking about, I need money. Yeah. I need yeah. money to actually get those numbers. Yeah. And I mean that there's no innovation. Yeah. You need cash. Okay. Okay. It pays a start salary. Mm-hmm. I don't want to innovate about that. People have innovated in giving stock options, but like, you have to come back to Nigeria yeah. again. Yeah. You know, people don't understand the stock option. Again, man, somebody cannot be working in. Somebody can work on a stock option. At least, if they see something that can be. Man, this economy has a hard as it yeah. is. Coming to work. I'm not going to tell me that you're about the downfall guy or the keke guy that I'm on stock option. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know, <laughs> <laughs> they want me IPO. I don't want you to exit out. You know what I mean? Okay, I understand those kind of things because the economy is more ash. Yeah. More ash are yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Then, at least there should be some capital. Like, even, even with stock option, you can't get. Because if they get like opportunities, they just exactly, just exactly. Like, they might not even exist. But the whole point is, imagine like your co-founder or your staff, right, is working, working a normal job, and then working it goes to affect you directly, exactly, indirectly. exactly, but exactly. And that's that's exactly these are things that we have to actually deal with. That and in money can easily solve this problem. Especially that thing you mentioned about that value. That's why watching that coin. They even have the, I was even watching a fund about is it Bloomberg that interviewed Gary Tanner, and you know, like the person or what? The interview that was showing about that graph, and this exactly he said, he said it's money. He said that's why they actually for the company they can actually survive yeah. Yeah. those those things. Because most of the companies you see like it's like economic downturn and mm-hmm. so on. When when you let the people live, they don't have money. Yeah. You understand? But they have their reasons. But like, you know, that money love is because there is no money. <laughs> yes, because there is literally yeah, no money. Yeah. So, like, so like, um, how was like managing the app and then how did you guys get your hundred, one thousand, like, to like, 
you know, like the ocean and when you guys, when, when you guys get to like a first hundred, it's like one k million. Okay. So I, I and think. And all you guys acquiring users as well. Uh, we're acquiring users mostly through word of mouth and like I said, our ambassador okay. uh, program. Yeah, yeah, program. Uh, I think it took us three months to get from zero to five hundred. And then it took us another three months to get to I think one five. Yeah. Yeah. I think so like I don't know but like I said earlier, like what part of the industry? Mm-hmm. Like how many other you guys been at the peak? Like like at the peak of it? Uh when we first started, I think we're doing we're doing probably five orders like a day. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the point where we're doing like uh, twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, but I mean, we grew it. So, like, how was the operation starting? Like, how'd you guys do the How'd you guys do the fruits? Yeah, I mean, it was tough. I, at first, I wanted to use partnerships, but then, um, when we tried partnering like uh, companies that had because we didn't have any bikes, right? Um, the they were open to the partnership, but mm-hmm. their prices like were not good enough to just. To, to be able to acquire because what we were bringing was cheap delivery because we know like we're in middle school but then the the delivery like pricing that the logistic companies that we met like we're we're asking like for per delivery like and then we just maybe wanted to make any profits on it or, or whatnot or if we didn't want to make any profits like the base delivery fee was like too high and as that then there was no way because it was workable yeah. yeah especially because like of students so students could pay but we knew most students like it would not pay exactly so uh what we first did was we we had a model like where uh, people because you know like it's not so big so uh, what our algorithm did like was kind of like routing so um if if you've been to you like before like if you are at okay <laughs> so if you are at new hall um, because I don't know anywhere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me just say like, well, whoever will be listening, like, if you had New Hall and then campus, like, a lot of people work that distance, right? So it's workable. So the agents could just walk to um, campus and then deliver there. So yeah, it was mostly leg delivery, right? But we like, our algorithm was very necessary to make sure that the delivery person was not working a very long distance. And then afterwards, like we moved to uh, bicycles, and then we started partnership uh, with a logistic company. Like actually, that was taking our uh, external orders because we we're getting orders from outside school because some students were staying off campus and all that. So, yeah. So, um, they started from like Neg and mm-hmm. so, like the people that were doing deliveries, like was it students or did you? Was it student and how did you like um, pay them and stuff like that? So when for the like leg debate of students and then what we're doing was commissions on uh, uh, like the delivery was going to them and we're just taking like commission office yeah yeah off. on the food on no not on the food on the delivery fee. yeah and then um, when when we had like our bicycles and we're using logistics like so the price, were you guys were, were you the owners of the bicycle yes, or yes, yes. were you guys yeah. were you guys gave it out to the students or you guys hired no, no. someone? We hired um, full time, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So um, I was like paying salary, like how 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 was the staff like staff structure? And how many guys? How many how many followers were you guys by the way? Okay, so we 
we were four co-founders wow. and then wow. we had um, two people uh, that had like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but they had like give them like shares well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yes six yeah, yeah so um for we like we we I, I was we barely like collected salaries like we the yeah. co-founders <laughs> and but our staff like we're paying them salaries were like a big deal because uh we always had to like try and like pay salaries and stuff and it was it was really tough because like i said some months we don't have um, exactly and some other months so well uh, I think the maximum we did was three, four, four, yeah, four delivery. Like when we had like the uh, bicycles and the delivery bag, or oh, five more five years because of the person was taking it and all that. Five, five. I feel like I had to do Was there anybody like you guys have an office or something? Oh no no no. So the funds, I don't think the funds were enough to have an office. We're doing totally remote work, exactly. so we meet online. Uh, we have like uh, get-togethers, like and and maybe whenever we wanted to see each other, like physically and have like the chance. So how are we managing staff like? Uh, managing your employees and managing your founders. Okay, so when I first started, I, I wasn't actually managing anyone, and that's thing. That's the thing with uh, diverse having diversity in like your co-founders, because. So I had someone that was very great at management, so he um, will help with motivating people, um, giving, like, I, I just, why most I was mostly doing, like, was road mapping, right? Set the roadmap strategy, and then, like, he does um, communication, like, uh, dele- delegates tasks, and then motivates them, like, all that, so, yeah. So, um, who was managing, like, the um, building and how will you make sure that these deliveries were done on time? I was the one managing deliveries, so like we had, um, um, what's the word? We had like operational like maps, like on what a successful delivery was, like the timeline it should, it should, um, the duration, the duration, like the delivery duration, like and all that. Uh, so. So what? So. Do you have any issues with staff? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Managing or skilled uh, playboy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Trust me, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they can come with, with flimsy excuses, right? Yes. Like, can you give us an example of one situation I can remember? Uh, one was, uh, I think, I, I, I can't remember what exactly happened, but the guy took our bicycles. <laughs> one of our bicycles. And just, it took it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one was. Uh, just one with the back, I didn't come back yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, took it. And you guys didn't call him or. Uh, I, we did now. And what happened? Uh, I, I can't remember what the issue was, but I, did I retrieve When I retrieved the bike, it was in terrible state. I mean, like, I, I think he bent it or something. Maybe he was upset. I don't know. Then another one was. The, I mean, you know, resumption is 10 a.m. I don't know whether like, another thing is maybe it's because like you know the in African culture respect is like 
but what we define with respect is here is that someone is older than you someone is already born right and so it means that like the person deserves respect so most times when you meet someone who is younger than you or your age with like because most of our riders like were young like they they seem like maybe these guys are not serious I, I don't even know because to me I, I don't think being a boss means shouting like, I mean I could talk to you we could rapport like there wasn't anything strictly official about how we're operating and maybe maybe that's why they can't took it like left but we had riders coming in late um, and then sometimes we have to outsource the delivery because our rider is not around our calling like, why have you not come to work that kind of thing and um, like the professionalism as well like it's it's hard to instill professionalism in us exactly i mean if if you have like a good structure and maybe you have one big company exactly. they take you more serious like yeah. one big office and when they go there comply. like exactly they comply but when comply. when you're doing oh let's meet up and then you say oh this like because you don't have a fiscal office you meet at an e-tree then i brief you on what your job roles are and when i'm checking up on you i'm checking up on you on whatsapp or i call you like you're now going to think that oh yeah like yeah different business <laughs> a structured business and i mean it's that's we had challenges with that book. So, um, <laughs> no, like, trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm still going through a lot in, 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 in respect. I don't know why, I don't know why they do like that, but, um, but remember, we're just about that for me. We're just about that. What about um, in terms of, do you have any issues with like, co founder relationships? Uh, co founder. Yeah, I, I just think when I said the whole stuff about like commitment, it was sort of, um so one of the reasons like we had to like hold on um for that was because um well first i think uh for we were looking to pivot but to pivot like we needed to raise funds right so um like our first official round because we hadn't gotten to like um like the city yeah, yeah, external yeah external funding right besides uh, bootstrapping that we did and the grant um so like so we needed funds for that so we couldn't start out operations and secondly i was not totally serious about it because most of my founders like, were already my co-founders were already working for companies <laughs> so like there's there's so, like, like so a lot on their neck and like we are supposed to have a meeting and somebody's company just sends and they're like uh, or oh, rather an improper meeting and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do it. And sometimes I'm missing up on deadlines, so I was just like, you know what, let's just uh, hold on this, so yeah. Because even it was, money was not even my, and oh, someone, my, someone was to pay me a hundred, hundred of thousands of naira, and so like, I'm still losing money. Exactly, on. exactly. Because yeah. that's really important. Mm-hmm. Making money, that's the thing, you know, if there was funds, right, you know, that could motivate like, Of all course, that. of but course. Even, I don't know what, I was kind of old from once I was listening to this about for like was saying about the product of like product killing themselves. Of course, of course. And he said that oh, so that so this is that we cannot take take a salary out of this money. And I said that imagine that that's why I'm talking about an opportunity to work for Google or mm-hmm. Facebook or those mm-hmm. big companies. Mm-hmm. And they try to build something new. And I tell you not to take. And these people are luring in with 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 way bigger money. And I tell you not to take. Can be tempted to take a job exactly. and still run the startup, which, which will not give him exactly too much commitment. About which most most of the time, we eventually will die in the startup. Yeah, exactly. 
influencer. So when someone has money, for example, if a partner could raise like a fund and the funds were enough to sustain the business, just the funds they still have to raise funds, right? Sustain the business, like give them runway. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Boy, yeah, bootstrapping is everything called runway because I just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. What about customer related issues? Uh, the most of the customer issues were around operations. I, I thought people really saw the um, like the uniqueness of Odais, right? Mm-hmm. And um, like we're growing fast, like when we're there, but like it's, it's very important that you give your customers like value that like you see like there is because we're preaching fast orders, we're preaching. Um, we're preaching um, um, cheap like others. There was the cheap part, but others were not always fast. They're not like always consistent, right? So um, it's very important to to give good, to have good customer experience and and deliver on the values that. What was the customer support? Uh, customer support. We had customer support, but I mean, there's as I mean, for instance, take with uh, telecommunications like. Uh, companies or let's even say the banks even if even if the customer support is great you can only appease you for just a bit that's why i see a lot of people like venting on banks and they're like where's my money this mm-hmm. one that one shouting like shouting at customer agents because a little customer support can do the main thing is that it's very important like as a startup right and like that has a product to make sure that your product delivers on its value at least maybe 90% of the time, right? Or maybe 85% of the time because that is what will keep your customers like coming back, not just customer support. That's true. That's true. So, how do you guys like mitigate those customer issues? Uh, I mean, from refund to <laughs> and startup is difficult. <laughs> Starting up, like. <laughs> Uh, from refunds to, I mean, a good number of times, like delivering on our um, value offerings to, uh, I mean, customers just uh, taking a chill period and be like, okay, like maybe, or understanding our customer support agents and everything. But, I mean, it was varying things. So, how are you guys like, able to get the restaurants on board? Uh, okay, so uh, I had to. Uh, not just me, anyways, like myself and the marketing team, like we go to restaurants, we speak to them. It was a lot difficult, just even in school, because the funny thing is when we started like other right, and we're ready, we're closing in on launching, we started speaking to partners already and a lot of them will not give us ears. Like they just did not understand why they will sign up to an app. They, like literally in school. There was no, there, most of, like 90% of the restaurants there were not signed up to any apps. And they're doing just in like order and like people who come to take away, right? But they're not having online deliveries. And we're coming to tell them that, okay, like this what these are our proposal and um, this is how you can increase like your user base, right? And, and all that. But they just don't understand it, except for one of the prominent restaurants that like in Yunla Kredi, Kredi Spark, and they, um, they, like, I, I think they are very, they are very open-minded, yeah, exactly. 
they're very open-minded and i think that has, be, has been a real key for like their success and growth and i mean they accepted they accepted us and we started with them and i think once we got them we started leveraging on, yeah, on like, them yeah, yeah and like you yeah, know no, your competitors <laughs> and then they're like uh i'm not just about that i'm serious like that that that's a very i'm not sure that, that's a very effective strategy it can yeah. get a very big play i just need yeah. that person as a ticket mm-hmm. to get the smaller guy mm-hmm. and for you that big player right i don't even need to use it to get bigger exactly. bigger player exactly. so uh, that's all did not everybody still got on board this for i mean yeah but it's was yeah so, how many restaurants do you guys have on there uh we had 25. wow cool So, um, I want to talk about renaissance, in terms okay. of restaurants, how did you guys manage that? Uh, okay, so it was different. So, um, for some of the uh, restaurants, we couldn't get... Um, how did people even pay? How did? People pay on the app. Okay, so... Did it, did it pay on the app or did pay on delivery? No, no, we didn't accept pay on delivery because we saw there was kind of like an issue. Remember the issue I said with the... Um, I don't want um, to WhatsApp, it. yeah, you need. so we didn't accept uh, pay on delivery. Um, so just had to pay on the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People funded uh, that, yeah, their wallets and then paid um, all of, like, yeah, whether to transfers or uh, through cards. Yeah, what did you guys Paystack or Flutterwave? Uh, it was Flutterwave. I think we used Paystack and then we moved to Flutterwave. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, so um, Flutterwave. Um, then had this. I, I don't know if they still have it now because um, I've not been dealing with payment APIs like mm-hmm. for a bit. Um, they had this stuff where you could choose who to um, to fund payment costs. Like, so for instance, like yeah, if you fund one thousand naira, exactly, should it be on me or the user? Paystack at the time did not yeah. have that, so we except we added the money yourself so exactly when the exactly the exactly so but we're not doing that so what was happening was that yeah, we're bearing the cost for of funding for funding wallet. for people funding their wallet but for that way like so they did that we are still trying to be profitable mm-hmm. but what, what, what was the revenue model like what, how are you guys uh commissions on uh, yes such commissions yeah, yeah like, commissions on delivery uh, commissions uh, I no, I can't remember. I mean, I, I'll disclose that because it was on our website. So I think uh, it was uh, 20 cent uh, commissions on like restaurants and. Uh, so you guys start restaurants on cents? Yeah, yeah. For for real? Yeah, yeah. What? And then um, um, I think 30 on agents. So agents. Yeah, yeah. What about the user side? No, the user. No, no, agents. It was just very practical. So I was not doing it, like everything on the course was not, oh, it's not just theory because I understood it. And then besides that, a very huge advantage I'll say is that, like being an entrepreneur, like opens you to like a lot of, lot of responsibilities. You have to do business strategy. You have to do uh, product. You have to do um technical you have to do even customer support like and understanding all those integrities so yeah like the like the amount of skill set i've acquired working on startups like just uh, tremendous and 
it will be it's very very helpful like when applying like even to my current job right right now right makes me a very very a better product manager and, and to my next startup so um, um what about like what's like the, the deepest moments like building other uh deepest okay like lowest yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, I think it was when um, when we had to pay salaries and we had to pay salaries. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We made a net loss wow. like that month, and there was no cash like to fall back to. And I was like, we can't touch customers' money. <laughs> we can't touch restaurants' money. So like, I had to take like a loan, like a soft loan from someone, pay back, and then next month, like, but that had to like run, um, run around to like pay back on that loan. So, but it really, I really felt bad, and I was like, what's the point of doing this thing? Like, I'm never making money from it. <laughs> like, right, and. Uh, it, it was really low because then all I was thinking of was most of my um, friends that were in tech were earning a lot 500k I mean, like 700k per month and, and me I'm here doing startup and I was like why not just, like, why not just go exactly because I knew like I had like love skills so um, it, it was a really but I think passing through that phase like I knew that I wasn't just in it for the money like of course you want to be able to make ends meet but I was doing entrepreneurship because I'm always keen on delivering value like to people, right? Through the help of technology. So um, I, I knew that was my like like that was one of my purposes, right? So it, it was just it was not just it was beyond just the um, how much like am I making from the startup. And once I got to that phase, but I mean it was a really low moment for me because I was depressed. I thought of suicide. Speaking like, what about your co-founders? Like, do you think like, I understand you said that you like, you have to, you have to, yeah, like, yeah. did you like, something, like, that's, didn't you like, bring in something to your help, or, like, okay, so, that, so my co-founders are still committed, uh, committed, remember I said, um, we are, like, looking to pivot, right, so, why are you guys looking to pivot? Uh, we want to change our business model, I'm not going to say, like, what the business model is, but, um, because there are a lot of players in the market, and there are a couple of things that, like, we identified, like, from what's working, like what's not working, and what like we we um, emphasize for the future. Um, so yeah, they are still they are still with me. I think for the most part is um, for my present goal now. I'm trying to raise money for whatever entrepreneurship journey I'll make, like to have substantial funds as bootstrap to be able to use to like raise actual funds. So like because I just notice like when we started orders we usually i started with 15k and i'm not joking like 15k is not money it's just start up <laughs> start consumes money like so uh there's like you have to have 
you have to have substantial money to start off, right? Because, like you said, runway. You, you need to raise, but even with bootstrap, like with bootstrapping, sometimes you need substantial like amount. So, so um, I, I didn't actually. How are you able to hire? How do you hire people? How do you know what? Uh, so I mean, Nigeria is a place where there are people don't either don't have good jobs or don't have jobs at all. So. You have no, you have no idea like the amount of applications that go through like platforms like uh, Glassdoor and yeah, LinkedIn and whatnot. I think um, we did social media like posts for job uh, for uh, delivery agents. We got tons of applications. I mean, <laughs> for a startup that nobody even knows, Facebook, uh, um, where else? Uh, and then we also did like referrals sometimes because I knew somebody who had like delivery agents and at least with that they could vet the people because we realized that just hiring strangers like sometimes was hard and we we didn't know we're looking for different strategies to just get serious like committed and professional like workers yeah yeah so those are some of the channels that we used to get hired. Um, so why did you guys decide to like um? Uh, how about before that? So I was like, how did you, how did you get, how did you like, how did tech about like, yeah, about everything? Like, how did you guys? Cause that was the article that I read before I DM you. I guess. Uh, can I remember now? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yeah, uh, tech about doing this series on uh, this student not I can't really remember, but I think it was something about students that were doing like entrepreneurship and they're just looking for people who are like making headway. I don't know who uh, told, uh, I, I can't remember the lady who wrote about us now, but uh, she basically contacted contacted me and then I think um, she asked like about, the, I was really surprised, I think it was, was it on LinkedIn as well, I can't remember. And, like she asked like some questions and she was like, oh, okay, that she would like to feature me and all that and get my story and I was like, okay, cool. And then, you know. How was that? So, like, when did you guys decide to come to the club? Uh, like when? Uh, that was uh, in 20, I think, was it like 2021? End of 2021. And first, like I said, a lot of huge stuff because we we're having breaks in cash flow like it really affected like affected us because um but it's basically when i realized that like we needed pivot and then my team thought through because they're like okay we're not raising funds yet like um but what what have we learned about the market and um what do you want to move like other it uh, to that will be both helpful to other it and then like rip the on our value and we realized that we didn't have the funds like to implement that, so we just had to like take a pause. So, yeah. Like, how, how, how do you guys come up with that decision? Yeah, like I was like, this something yeah. that something happened. I was like, nah, like something like happened. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's have everything. Yeah. So we like where for a startup that wasn't paying um, like a lot of besides our agents, nobody else was collecting salaries, but we had very sound people that were just interested in the vision for that. And like it was really great because I met somebody in Abuja that I up to now I've not seen 
so like I was saying, uh, we had a like a lot of like sound talents, right? Raw but very intelligent ones. Uh, one of them was someone who uh, I think she worked at um, PwC. Like she's very sound, like to, like finance, finance and accounting. And I used to because I'm a data analyst. Like I'm always analyzing like what's going on, like. Uh, what decisions are making that bad and all, and I've just realized that uh, at that point, like we're not, we're barely breaking even, basically because of like the strikes. If I think if we had like a very cool, uh, smooth um, academic, session. academic session, right, would would have been like conquering in life would have wasn't an issue, right? It's it just been about can we scale out, right? For having to do very very good operations for three months and then or six months and then strike just comes and yeah you're just gaining profitability yeah yeah first like you're breaking even right so it means your your profit is meeting up like with your cost and then when you start devising strategies to make profit the session just comes cuts you off and then when you come again like you have to start from scratch you get so uh we just said no it was not sustainable there like, yeah, so, so um, how did your customers feel? Uh, I mean, we got a lot of calls, <laughs> calls, emails. Uh, I'm not doing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, calls, emails. Um, our restaurants, were ask, our restaurants. Yeah, people were begging us that. Just now, please, please, now. exactly. Please, I just <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, WhatsApp messages on, on our WhatsApp like client. It's just actually emotional because when I was speaking to one of my co-founders, like when we had like a general meeting, we're like, wow, like it was good to know that our customers thought we were delivering like the value. Yeah, value. Exactly. And do something impactful to them. <laughs> so uh, and you mentioned the restaurants too as well. Yeah, of course. Okay, and um, so um, like you know, being like the CEO, right? I was like the people like meeting in class and like, oh, that's, that's. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, god, 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 god. <laughs> I mean, in my so class, they thought because I was in CEO, I was making like. The money. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the company. And like, I got a lot of wines. There was the respect that I was attributed to because people really thought I was yes, like, okay. I was bold. Um, and I was doing something good, and yeah, yeah. But I mean, for the billings, God, like I, I don't have now. money. Any sponsors? People thought I was making like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So and um, after that, um, after that process, what happened? Okay, so like now, um, I'm doing career for this. Like I've told my goals. I have. Uh, uh, two startups like I did. I'm not going to like run through them like um, concretely, but um, I have like some like two st- uh, startup ideas like that. I I'm currently working on one, but the other one like is for something in the future because it's like tech intensive and it's it's, it's yeah yeah. So. Um, so I'm trying to like push through career, learn as much as possible, like in the company um, that I'm currently working in, like because uh, they have like 
larger like gigabits and um, I can understand like products from like a new there's a difference between the exposure you get like when you have yeah as a startup with yeah having like three three thousand customers and another one that is like servicing uh, let's say banks or um or like um, huge corporations right there's just a new level of like experience and exposure like they get so yeah i'm honing that for what about your co-founders? Are you doing anything? No, I'm not doing Yeah, so the current startup I'm working on, like, uh, two of my previous co-founders, like, also. Who are there? Yeah, yeah. Also, and, and what do you what do you do now? Like, what do you do now? Yeah, like I said, uh, data science and product management. Wow, you do both of them because there are two different things. Yes, to I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So wow, we spent a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what 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 are your thoughts? Okay, um, this is even more personal question for my for me. Is what do you think about food delivery on campus? Do you think it's possible? Because a lot of people have said it's not, and the major um, pointer that they do is they should try to change. Yeah. But what do you think about food delivery on campus? Uh, I think it's possible. Um, if you want to make students like you, because just is. I think it's capital, kind of capital intensive because um, except you can um, look for a way to properly leverage partnerships that is profitable to you. But most time, I mean, with the opportunities we explored, there was no way that we're going to leverage partnerships and we'd have just maybe had a premium service or something. Maybe they are offering premium service to like users on campus. Um, because of pricing but i mean it is possible and i think for now like company like um, child deck is actually um uh, exactly and what do you think about child deck yeah i think <laughs> um i will make i will make some uh comments but i think like child deck is actually like doing the right thing there, there are a lot of things that we saw about the market that we are seeing child deck implementing right and Even I'm, I'm just i'm i'm happy I'm happy to see that all oh, those ideas like uh, are functional. But they are functioning. They are functioning because they have funds. They have funds. Yeah. Do you understand? Of course. Because they have YC money. Of course. And so, so I, I hear they have YC advice. Of see, course. The money and the advice mm-hmm. and the they are like, balancing each exactly. other. That's it. They have advice. They have mm-hmm. money. They have money. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we were talking about yeah. earlier. So what do you see the future of tech in Nigeria and uh, Nigeria? Uh, and in Africa as well. The Africans are really disrupting, like, and I, I think it's, it's really good because the amount of exposure, like, you see people have, like, right now to tech, right? It's just enabling them to bring um, the wildest of innovations, like, into, and I think it's, it's just basically going to shape, it's going to keep changing, like, the way we interact, like, with our world. Oh, okay. I mean, what, what, I mean, like, okay, like, same perspective for Nigeria as well, Ali. Yes. Okay, and um, like to just wrap it up, like what are your thoughts on AI? Because well, AI is, 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 is the big boy in town now. Uh, as a data scientist, I'll say like I'm very, I've, I've always um, had the exposure on what the, um, the, um, um, what's the word? The, like the enabling abilities like AI can have for us, right? Even before like ChatGPT came out, like when I, I used to read about Google's um, 
yeah yeah lambda um that was built on the uh, large uh, large, model. Large, yeah, yeah. Large, large language um, model okay. large, large language model yeah so <laughs> so uh lambda you know and all the controversies between it being sentient and like what not but um was it lambda i don't know it's lambda yeah i think it's lambda uh but anyways like ai if you ai is an enabling tool it's you're going to shape it's definitely going to shape the way um jobs are like i, I was having a discussion with uh, some of my colleagues like at work um last week and i was saying that what ai is going to do is that it's going to change the way jobs are i'm going to require us to be more technical because if if you're not very skilled or or um yeah your skill set like is more physical like it's physically oriented maybe something like cutting or drilling or, or what's not you just have to um rethink how like what your profit like what your profession is because if you stick to that ai is just going to take away that job but i, I don't think it's going to it's going to take away job but i feel like if we as career if, if people if career people rethink career then they can always find themselves like plugged into um the market space but if not if you remain like stagnant and you don't upskill ai yes it can take away your job but besides that like it's an enabling tool and it's going to bring fantastic things wow. so i have actually that i share perspective as well and i see more, more i see more as a catalyst just to help you like push up what you're doing as well. But I just I, I can't I can't wait to see what um, AI does. Like like what you do on on your previous part about other things. That probably should like look out for. But I didn't I, I feel you mentioned a lot of them. Like, yeah yeah about, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I think I think so. Money. Yeah yeah. About the relationship. Mm-hmm, of course. So I just maybe you think there was any. I know. I, I think for now the ones I've mentioned. Yeah. Okay. And um, so, um, what do you see like yourself? So what do you see like tech in Nigeria in the next like ten years? Tech in Nigeria. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a hard question because <laughs> I feel whatever I say. Uh, I mean, tech. I okay. Tech in Nigeria in the next five years. Okay. What I'll say is that I think there'll be more application of technologies in in things that we've been doing like conventionally like there'll be more applications like for it like the application of technology to those like sectors because i mean prior to now like i said for instance with the other thing and uh, food delivery then it was absurd for some restaurants to say oh i'll join an application that will send me like online but right now like it's just in fact it's like yeah, a cake or living under like a rock if you don't choose to accept uh, such technology so just like that um, tech is going to enter more into spaces that we've thought are um, conventional i mean it's well, um, in the us for, in- for instance like um there are driverless trucks i think in uh, texas yeah right and um for what, what i'm saying now is like drivers like there are a lot of the trucking industry right used to employ a lot of Those unskilled trees, guys yeah. that were that just drive trucks like for a living but right now because driverless trucks are coming in 
right those jobs are now changing right and like the requirement so i feel a lot of things like that that are just that we've seen as like conventional like african and stuff they are going to be modified a bit like with technology and it's going to be like at more faster um, pace what about, what about how do you show something in the next five ten years uh in my opinion uh, okay uh what i see in the next five years uh having an established uh, startup that is fighting to become a unicorn i mean that's that should <laughs> be very close very close to getting the unicorn yeah. so um this should just be like the last question can we google your name <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. <laughs> so let's do it. Okay. We do want to introduce this because now, like, now, we will your name now. We don't know what looks like. Yeah. But now, funny enough, bro, we will your name the next year now. Who knows? Yeah. And you'll be like, we we'll start seeing it over mm-hmm. So, can you give your name yourself? Okay. So let's see. You just said also, <laughs> what can we find? You have to identify just your name. Okay. Dave, I'll, my name and my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, what did you see? No uh, my LinkedIn profile. Okay. Wow. Oh, that means I'm famous. <laughs> uh. That okay. And think about. Oh, cool. cool. That was like fifty people. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. That means you're famous now. What else? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying product man. What? Wow, who is cool. even referencing me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see, there are a lot of things you can see. You know, when you Google, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you, you see online. So, well, what advice do you have for maybe anybody listening, or um, or maybe an, any, what would you advise for anybody or whatever? What advice do you have? Those listening, maybe those in tech. Um, for listening? Africans, like generally, I think um, it always seems like we have things like it'd be harder from um, trying to raise funds if you don't have like strong networks or. Um, um like our schooling system or whatnot but i i one thing that i think being an african like views in you is resilience like generally right africans are very resilient and even as nigerians like when we adopt uh, we adapt to um, changing climates like whether they are bad or they go from like bad to worse or whatnot so i just um in general like in relation to gold right um, it, it can be very difficult, right? Um, um, moving through like a phase and feel like you're not seeing growth. But the important thing is to always assess like whether, even if maybe in terms of like what you want to be, right? Like, your goals, maybe I want to be earning uh, 50k uh, per month or to I want to be earning 1 million per month. Even if that doesn't necessarily work out, but just ensure that like you're growing if you, if you check back like what i was yesterday compared to what i am now like have i grown and as long as you keep doing that like you will see when all of those uh, progress like will amount to something more substantial yeah, yeah, well, that's just <laughs> you know we spend almost hours wow <laughs> <laughs> no, I, i'm like one hour like this is really okay. okay. it was nice to see really. i hope maybe like some few years later or i don't know come back and you see how far yeah, we've gone from now. this discussion yeah. so this is like your a wikipedia documentary i don't know wikipedia documentary thanks man. all right thank yeah. you very much hello and i hope someone 
is listening to the um, podcast that we're making and if you're actually listening to this podcast then our purpose is just to encourage inspire and kind of motivate you to do whatever like you're good at doing best so if you're a founder techie or an entrepreneur and you're building something amazing would really like to have you on our podcast this is the unspoken podcast my name is timmy and my co-host also is joel hope you have a great day see you on the next episode